bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics, I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about the week in reality TV. And we are back from Washington, D.C., girl. 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 The live show was lit, mm-hmm. and we met so many new Frans and so many Fran liberties <laughs> yeah. that we've been looking at on the Drug Den Bulletin Board for like feels like so long and names that we've seen for like since the beginning of our patreon like you know um just so many people that we feel like oh and then you see the names and then you see the faces and you see the names on the board and then there (laughs) they are and it's what it's crazy so the first one is tarver oh he just i mean the bring it (laughs) To the floor, bringing it to the floor. I mean, Tarver definitely crossed over to, he's just, he's a friend. Yes. He's a friend. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's not a friend. He's a friend. Right. He really, he showed up, he brought a bunch of gays yeah. and he was so great. And like, you know, like Greggy, like our boo, you know, right. it's yeah, like yeah. Some, just happens <laughs> yeah. in Tarver. In fact, all of these people, you know, this, this particular show, like, if you listen to it, uh-huh. you know, um, if anyone, you know, could get through it. I know it sounded like we were drunk and yelling, but we were sober. We were. And we, um, because we stayed sober and we stayed sober through the entire meet and greet, which do you think the meet and greet took? Like the show was an hour. The meet and greet took like an hour and a half or two hours. No, I think it was like two hours. Okay. Yeah. Well, because we stayed sober that whole time and met people sober and then went and got completely trash boxed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, trash boxed. Yes. So this particular show is like definitely the right way to go. Right. You know, it's how it has to go down. That is how it's going to yeah. go down from now on, for sure. But the minute the the meet and greet was done, shots were down my throat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the minute. <coughs> I think that's just the way we're going to we're going to do it now because it this way we were we were we could remember people right we remembered what happened yeah we were in control of <laughs> well, ourselves we didn't remember the end of the night well that's true but we were in control of ourselves during we don't want to you know we want to we don't want to scare people and there's one and you know how we know we don't remember is because the instant the shots it was carrie and her boyfriend yes waited till the end of the meet and greet and they came up with um what's his fuck scott, scott dorkin uh-huh so they had been drinking at the bar, so that's obviously our peeps. Like, that's what we'd do. We'd right. be not going into a meet and greet line. No. We're at the bar drinking the whole time. Right. Then we go at the end. Yes. So I was already, Anne had gotten us shots, and so 
I can't remember Carrie's boyfriend's name and we spent the whole night with him. I know. Because it was the drunken part of the evening. Right. And they were so fun. So fun. And I mean... Ugh. It doesn't matter if we remember his name, Kara, because we love him. We love his face. We yep. love his red hockey shirt. Oh, we I, love was, his I was starting... I remember... Yeah, I was already like getting a protective feeling about him. I was like, <laughs> fucking, I'm going to get in a fight with, for this guy. Like, who do I have to fight? Some fucking lesbians coming up and getting in his face? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, because it was and, hockey. Some hockey bullshit. And we were at a gay sports bar, <laughs> which is heaven. Oh, my if gosh. Only, like, fuck the Abbey. It is oh. all about Nellie's, honey. Ooh. Nellie's is the Abbey of D.C. Like... It was gay people and straight people. And the fact that their sports like brought such a uh, like yeah. an intersection of like people together. And the, and it, but they were sport people. So it wasn't like like at the Abbey where it was like preen, 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 <laughs> yeah. preen, runway walk, preen. I don't Cunt. eat. Did never eating. Yeah. <laughs> only Coke. Never eating. Only Coke. And this was like fries. I had a full cheesesteak oh, while I was talking to people. Yeah. And I was like, this is normal. And I know that this is normal here. Yeah. I mean. At one point, it turned into a full dance club, and I was like, the fuck? We were downstairs, and, and like, we never made it upstairs, and then people came down. Like, Carrie uh, and John McDonald, mm -hmm. they were upstairs. Carrie and John, um, they came down and were like, there's a full fucking dancing going on. And I was like, um, what? I'm sorry. Let's go now. And all these girls were rolling by in, like, full thoughts. Oh, full right. Thoughts. There were the thoughts were there. And I was like, where are these thoughts going? Like, I thought this was a gay sports bar. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, packs of girls are coming in. And we went upstairs and it was like hip hop, loud, lights out, mm -hmm. warehouse dance floor. I was mm -hmm. like, the fuck? Mm -hmm. So that was amazing. And um, it was really Carrie and John that got us up there. Yeah. Well, they came <laughs> down and they were like, um, there's dancing upstairs. <laughs> where have we been waiting for you guys? And we're like, oh, my God, what? Like, you know, because we only made it as far as the food. Right. So, um. Jennifer Warhoftig and Richie Palombo, definitely mm -hmm. like celebs, celebs. Um, they carpooled together from Philly. Okay. That's real fans, real love friends. And then met each other. They had never met each other. They met on the Patreon and like carpooled. I mean, if there's anything that for the rest of our lives, I know for the rest of our lives, we'll know that we brought some people together. And I hope they stay friends. I know they're going to stay friends of ours. Richie brought a copy of the Mueller report Ugh. that he got at Target mm. and like a tear, a slow fucking tear. I was holding it. And we signed it. Uh -huh. And then Jennifer, because a slow tear trickled down corner of the eye. <laughs> lo and behold, we get home. There's one in the mail from fucking Jennifer. Yep. She sent us the goddamn Mueller report. I know. I know. I, I feel like I need to read it now. I don't want to go that far. But <laughs> I mean, you know, Max... Max uh, R. Yes. He he read the redacted Mueller report yes, for us. So yes. I don't think we I don't want to go too far. But Jennifer, we are going to have that out here in the drug den. Um, yeah, I got to put it up. Well, yeah, we, we'll, we'll, it's more of a piece of art. I got to get one of those things that they have, you know, like um, it's like a it's like a stand yeah. that you have for, for a book cook, for cookbooks. Yes. I got to get that for the Mueller report so we can have it out. Yeah, because it is like a piece of art. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a total treat. They didn't get to partay because they had to get on back to Philly. Mm -hmm. So. And anyone who didn't get to party, it's almost like, you know what? Good. Because because trash box <laughs> came out and you had to be on the lev or you can't. Right. Don't try to go and be like, you know, I don't really drink. It's like, no, no, no. Right. We're sweating. We're oh. sitting on bars. I'm like yeah. falling on people <laughs> just beyond. Um, so and then Carrie Pope, mm -hmm. a, our gorgeous ginger soul. Yes. Like, I mean, just and she's a friend for sure. Uh -huh. She came early. She sat with Anne. Um, she abandoned her children, Linus and Enid, <laughs> Enid the strawberry and the wolf, to mm -hmm. come alone from North Carolina, Amazing. brought us gifts, mm. 
got fucked up with us. Yes, yes. Like, I just, I mean, her face is burned into my brain. She's like, I don't know if she looks like, she's just, I kept thinking she looks like, like an old movie star, like in, mm. in black and white days, like, you don't know, they could be ginger. You That's don't know. True. But like her face, she had on red lipstick and I was like, is she giving me a Veronica Lake? I don't know who I was thinking. Are you thinking like Claudette Colbert or something? Maybe, because I don't know any of their names. But like, do you know what I mean? Do you know I what I'm saying? I do know what you mean, because yes, I do know exactly She's what you mean. She's giving that essence. Because it's giving you that alabaster yeah. facial yes. with the lips. Like so pretty, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we love, love, love Carrie. And thank you, Carrie, for the coffee and the candy yeah. bars from North Carolina. So thank you so much for those <laughs> gifts. And she came all the way from North Carolina. And again, just if you want us to like you, get on a fucking plane and bring us a gift. You know what I mean? It's that simple, guys. <laughs> but honestly, it does it's it's I'm as basic as Trump. Like the shit straight touched my fucking heart. Yeah, it's so sweet. And I we had so much fun. And all these people. We fell in love. Yeah. We fell in love. <laughs> they're nice people. We fell in love. We fell in and love. And they're fun. Dupree and Pete. Oh. Come fucking on. Yeah. And they didn't even stay. And they like just, I don't know what it is with them. <laughs> they are fucking everything. I know. I don't know either. But I just like like to look at them. It's just fucking squeeze and kiss. And they're, I'm so happy they didn't stay because God knows I would have been apologizing for my behavior right now. I just well, they need to know, Dupree and Pete, you need to know you would have been me too. Yes, I would say, hold me been, like a baby. Swing us around. <laughs> Touched and yes. groped Very every molested. which way. I don't know mm. what it was. They, they haven't just... felt a woman's tiny hand <laughs> on them for who God knows how long. They would have been like, what is this baby hand on me? The obsession was real. So thank God you guys left because, I mean... Please, I'm not apologizing to anyone else. I mean, the only who else was there was Carrie's boyfriend and then Carrie Pope's husband, John. Those were the only men. And we didn't they were with someone. So we didn't do we didn't molest any gay guys. Were there any gay guys there? We didn't molest. any. Yeah. So if if I touched a woman, I don't fucking care. Julie says that doesn't count. (laughs) Doesn't. So I probably touched. I probably touched Amanda and her daughter, Kelsey, Uh at some point. Okay. because they were getting drunky with us. And I I think Mm -hmm. I was definitely I remember some face touching of Kelsey. (laughs) <laughs> she left and came back and I was like where have you been just like God she's like Jesus yeah you'll know um, when you'll know when Brandy's drunk when the, the face touching starts <laughs> now, now she she they came up from Florida they flew right for each other's birthdays which mm-hmm. was so sweet and yeah. so fun K Tiv and the fucking loads engineer. oh my god I I want to <laughs> tell loads en- engineer I know I hugged him so hard I'm pretty sure i cracked his back i don't he doesn't listen to this but k k tiv -Tiv does let him know i'm sorry i know that i squeezed him a little too hard (laughs) well k tiv i mean the loads the loads engineer (laughs) he was he's moving loads and it's loads of money and k tiv (laughs) looks like she's made a goddamn money and i couldn't i couldn't have loved her anymore i mean we wish i know you guys later i was like where was k tiv and julie's like i think they just said they'd meet us there but they were like okay yeah but we weren't drunk yet that's true, but I think they were like, we we did it. Yeah, <laughs> and they're fine. I we mean, up it. close, it's we did it. It's like it's Luann and fucking <laughs> Sonia, and we're good. Like we that's like it. what we're basically yeah. giving here. We we yes. <laughs> like Julie's Countess Luann singing like <laughs> Money Cat, and I'm like Sonia. I'm the straw that stirs the drink, and they're like, we're good. We're getting Lights away. Engineer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. Well, K Tiv. I mean, not we really. We would have stayed with K Tiv if she said drugs were allowed. Oh, yeah, that's true. She said we could, that's she, right. you know, so yeah. but she was she was everything. And I don't know if the people uh, that listen to this podcast know, but on the Patreon, she's a full legend. Yeah, yeah, right, she's right. a full fucking legend. Right. Yeah. 
because her husband's a loads engineer. <laughs> Other people have made Julie a loads engineer t-shirt. Which I wear. Yeah. And was I took a picture of you wearing it the day before we left and I show Kate Tiff. Yep, yep, it says yep. loads engineer 69. Yep. And Julie wears that around. She wears it on a full fucking hike. I yeah, go, it, it says 69 on the back. <laughs> yeah. And people I'm sure look up and go, look at that gay guy in that loads engineer shirt. I'm like, that's right. Mm. Was was that like Ashley and Haley? I think in Ilya that made us that. I think they were the ones that made the loads engineer. Well, shirt. I love it. Yeah, I wear it all the time. Um, and um, it's it's embarrassing. And and, and Johnny, I wouldn't we weren't hiking with Johnny. Johnny, like it's like it could have just said like I love Dick, and Johnny's just looking at it like yep, loads engineer, and he's just hiking behind you. Like I'm like, does he see that? That it says loads engineer sixty nine on the back of her I fucking mean. shirt. Okay, so who else? Oh, co- your cousin Lisa and daughter. Oh, yes. We like to call her cousin Lisa. <laughs> yes, daughter right. Stella. Cousin Lisa, daughter Stella. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, they were great. Daughter Stella was the youngest person there. Yeah, we child there. We cussed. I mean, she wanted a drugs <laughs> shirt. I mean, that's when you know. I'm like when you when you don't when you can't even have your young cousin approach your you know your merch table. You've right. you've gone too far. And I want to and and I want to thank cousin Lisa because she is the only member of my family. Who cares? Who listens to the podcast? <laughs> and they came in full glamour, honey. Full glamour. Lisa was in in like like a, a wedge, a high. Mm-hmm. I was like, bitch, mm-hmm. towering over us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Stella's just, I mean, they they're both gorgeous. So that was, I like a, a glamour minute. Yep. Um, Jen Harmon. Yes. Uh, <laughs> self described. I want you guys to know this: black dyke, pink hat, flamingo shirt. <laughs> now that's how she described herself, and I would say that's uh, accurate. Right on. <laughs> Right on. I mean, when you look around at a crowd of people and you're like, all right, now we're looking at this list. Okay, let's see. Black Dog. Ah, now she, she is. She came in first. She s- described herself as that later. Jen, you came in first. Didn't make eye contact where I was like already up there. <laughs> Scott's around, flitting around with you. Uh-huh. And I see her and I'm just like, excuse you. <laughs> where have you been all my life? I had no idea she listened to the podcast. Who knew? I mean, Jen, we need your black dyke, pink hat, <laughs> flamingo shirt picture fucking ASAP. Yeah. I don't want it just in my mind's eye. No. I want it on the board. Yes. She was. And then she, we met her at the meet and greet. She was she was awesome. She was awesome. Now, I don't know if, if Jen, if you don't drink or you didn't need to get me too. Or maybe she, <laughs> that maybe, night. Maybe she just needed to go. You know, sometimes people just, it's just, that's what they do. Like She was very, like, cool. She was, yeah, she was always like, I don't want to bother you. You know what I mean? And yeah, when she came in first, she wasn't like, hey. She's like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? (laughs) 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 That works. Cool. Um, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, no, no, she wasn't. So she was great. And there were so many people, so many, like. So many people. I mean, I don't want to say there were so many people, but there were so many great people. So many great people and the room was packed and it was awesome. And like it couldn't I could we couldn't have asked for anything better, honestly. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. And if it wasn't such fucking torture doing it, (laughs) we would do more. But we are going to do one right in Wisconsin. We're doing one at the National Women's Music Festival in Madison, Wisconsin. You can go to the National Women's Music Festival event page. We have nothing to do with this is going to be part of the festival. So. You know what, Jen Harmon, you should get a ticket because it's going to be Les Fest it's all, 2019. It's, it's Lesbo Central and it's just all. fucking. I don't know what they wear in Wisconsin, but I'm just going to say they wear Birkenstocks. Sure. And a cargo short. Yep. Um, and then some of them, a look that I enjoy mm. with like a frilly top. That is the best look. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yes, giving that's you like a, a, a girly top onto cotton. Yeah, with like a ruffle, like a cap chemise, sleeve, like a oh, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know. Yes, maybe a sweater set. Yeah, and, and then a cargo or, short and a fucking Birkenstock. Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You know, just giving it to you. Yeah, and a mullet. I'm really going out there, there, but I know there's some mullets <laughs> hanging around Wisconsin. There's, there's okay? definitely going to be some mullets for sure because there's definitely uh, there are women of a certain age, so for sure. And yeah. I will get down. So Jen, I mean, I hate to pick you out of the crowd here. I mean, I'm not going to recommend it to KTIV, but I'm going to recommend it to Jen Harmon. I think Jen Harmon needs to make that trip and come hang. Listen, Jen- any Les wants to be a part of, even if it's one time in their life, just one, you know, and any woman, you know. Is it a music uh, festival? Because it's always a yes, music festival. It's a music festival. But, you know, there's workshops. Just all kinds of fucking. Our podcast is basically going to be offered during, I believe, the day, like as a workshop. It's like that. <laughs> because at night it's all music. You know what I mean? It's sort of given it to you like that. So, but we are, but so what? But whatever. So yeah, we don't care. Yeah. Um, it's like the day after 4th of July, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're going to be doing 4th of July in Wisconsin. Yeah. And it's the America's heartland. Yeah. I'm just assuming. I'm assuming because I don't and know where think, it is. So I'm assuming th- it's in the middle. It is. And I think that it might be, if anyone, uh, you know, as far as women's music festivals, I think it might be one of the only ones. Left. Left. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like it's not like anyone, you know, is performing it's, no. uh, or anyone you like. Um, just kidding. If the Wisconsin ladies and there's comedians and stuff, us. but like nobody, it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. You're doing stand up. I am. OK, so that's a that's a big draw for you guys. Um, Julie has really cut back on her stand up <laughs> schedule yes, I have. and we're working on a whole new hour. Yes, we are. We're very excited about it. Brandy and I are writing um, a new Basically, I want to say it's an act for me, but it's kind of for us. Well, but you will be doing it. I will be doing it. And so if you've seen her before, like Carrie Pope and John had seen you before. There's a, like a right. lot of people who've seen you. Mm-hmm. Um, Reagan and Savannah saw you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of people. So it's going to be a whole new act. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That's a reason to come down there because you're not true. taking all the fucking offers, honey. You're just I'm you're not. keeping it tight. And uh, it's a, what do you where do they go? How do they find it? Uh, it's the National Women's Music Festival website, which I believe is NWMF dot info. And the information will be there. OK, so check it out. Um, if you're within driving distance of Wisconsin, we absolutely demand that you're fucking there, <laughs> at least for that. Our podcast Just come for the podcast. Doesn't yeah. matter. The thing, it's oh, a we festival. have to buy a day. When are you performing that night? Because can they buy a day pass? We don't even know this shit. We don't know. We don't know. Just fit. You guys look and see what you what you can afford, what you're into. And if you can't afford to come to the podcast, lurk around and we'll walk outside the festival and fucking go to a bar with you in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, also, we want to thank Sasha Flick, um, our boo, our friend. She sent us a care package for D.C., um, but we only got it when we got back, Sasha. So um, <laughs> but we still have already used the tissues, used a face mask, um, <laughs> been eating the snacks. I'm fully eating the fucking snacks today. Oh, um, I have eaten. I've eaten the snacks for sure. <laughs> yeah. I had the popcorn. I saw open wrappers the- in there. I was like, why did she have a snack and then throw the wrapper back in this box of snacks? <laughs> but that's uh, been great because um, they're individually wrapped. They're like little- on the go snacks. Yes. Yeah. Which so has been awesome. For when you need a snack, it's like I can have this little snack and then. Which, well, by the way, Sasha, would have been perfect in D.C. because we didn't have shit to eat. We stayed in an Airbnb. <laughs> That's why Julie ate a full cheesesteak standing and talking to fans because we hadn't eaten the entire day. Yeah. And then went, did the podcast and then yeah. went straight like 
hard <laughs> and were trying to like shove anything down her throat. So yes. it would have been nice to have any one of those granola bars. She <laughs> yeah. knew exactly what we needed, quite frankly. She did. It's, I mean, it was really like the perfect things. And I would have needed that mask on the plane on the way back because I looked like raisin status. <laughs> Full fucking raisin status. The moisture had left the fucking building. And I mean, it's still gone. Uh, so I wanted to float this even though we're way over time already. Okay. Do you think I should? I should, right? Absolutely. Um, Don't worry. I'll cut things at the end. Okay. Well, we are having, um, we have some Patreon podcast news. Mm-hmm. Um, we're making some changes in our lives. And these changes result in us not having as much money as we used to. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we are stepping up the game. The bottom line is we're putting our efforts and our energy into what we care about. And what we care about is this motherfucking podcast. But what makes us money is the Patreon. And we care about the Patreon, too. You know, Um, it's a lot less work than this one. So we are now right now we offer one hour long podcast a week for a dollar. Correct. We have floated the idea to the children on the Patreon that the burrs and girls that we might go ahead right now and offer two hours for one dollar. Right. Because we're trying to convince any of you who are still on the fence who to com- cancel your fucking basic bitch Hulu d- thing. <laughs> fuck Hulu. Fuck Handmaid's Tale. Fuck that bullshit. OK, Hulu wants to get cute. Netflix eventually is going to buy them out. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to watch all the shit later. Yep. Handmaid's Tale can suck a dick because I'm telling you right now. You heard it here first. I know for a fact they paid Kylie Jenner to do that par- that fucking party. The only reason I know for a fact what? is because I know what? everything. What party? Kylie Jenner threw a Handmaid's Tale birthday party. For her friend. Oh. And they're like, whatever the saying is, like, get raped, bitch. Or I don't know what the sayings are in Handmaid's Tale. I don't even fucking watch that shit. But it's all sayings on that show. Yeah, like, like, like we blessed lo- day right. and morning open. R- yeah, and, and they're like, blessed day, bitch. Yeah. And they're all in the outfits and like selfies. Oh. And people are like, um, I didn't realize that was a comedy. Are you all get- getting ready to get raped and used? And like everyone yes. coming for them on Twitter. And I'm like. I can pretty much guarantee someone could have a gun to my mom's head and go, has Kylie Jenner ever seen Handmaid's Tale? And I would be like, mom, I'd look her dead in the eye and go, I'm really going to gamble on this one. (laughs) It's like, no, she's never seen it. So Hulu, the thirst bucket fucking basic bitches that they are, went down and told Kylie Jenner, we will fund um, any kind of event you want to do. And you know that bitch couldn't think of anything good. She's like, how can I make my lipsticks work for Handmaid's Tale? I can't. How can I throw an influencer party? I can't. There's nothing like having full lips when you're being Yeah, like, like, can I put Matt? So she threw a fucking party for her friend full out, like so baller. And it's like, you don't, you're not that good of friends. We've never seen her. She's not Uh, in the Instagrams next to Jordan fucking Woods. Right. So Hulu gave her some money. Yes. And this is like an advertisement for Hulu slash Handmaid's Tale. That's what I think. So you know what? You guys can go right on, cancel your fucking Hulu, mm. spend that money on our Patreon mm-hmm. because it will, you won't really even notice it. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? You really won't. It's cheaper than all those other things. And if enough people sign up in like the next week, we will offer two hours for $1, two different podcasts, not just two hours where you're like two different days. <laughs> right. So two different energies. Yes. Two different energies, two different like just like yeah. atmospheres. And we're going to do more... On the new second one. Yeah. You know, Kardashian, just like that. Kardashians, Big Brother, fucking TV, pop culture, shit like that. Internet fights. Ooh. Tanya Harding. No, what's that lady? Muck Riker, Muck Banger. Oh, I forgot her name. Yeah. 
what was her name? She ate donuts yeah. and <laughs> eats things and looks like a Barbie whore. Trisha Paytas? Is that how you oh, say it? Paytas? Trisha Paytas? Paytas? Well, whatever. Listen, we're getting into the YouTube stars. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna embrace it all, yes. and we're gonna talk about it all. Uh huh. And that's what we're gonna do. And even if you don't know who it is, you're gonna think it's interesting because Julie will play it for you, and your mind will be blown the same <laughs> way I played it for her. And she was like, "What the fuck is this woman doing driving through Krispy Kreme and doing a half hour video eating donuts in her car?" And and I'm and like, everyone recognizing her. I'm like, she's a millionaire. She's a millionaire. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. So Trisha, we'll be trying to get Trisha on the Patreon. I'm sure she has so much time in her day to do that. So that's the deal. So let us know what you guys think if you're into it. And you know how you'll let us know by going to patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics and signing the fuck on up for $1. And if enough people do, we're going to add another podcast. Um, If enough people don't, we're still going to add another podcast, but we're going to do it for the $2 tier and up. Right. Just because we got to get it in the routine. We got to get the muscle going. Mm -hmm. We got to start learning about YouTube people. We got to catch up with the Kardashians. Mm -hmm. We already did it today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's work. Yeah, it is work. But we're here for it. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. So read Devin Verana's email regarding the, um, the, the additional Patreon. Gers, please, please, please start the second Patreon hour now. Just change my pledge to $2. Talk about any and everything. Mention it all. I love any and all piping hot tea, drug-fueled rants, stories and field trips, errands in Meow Meow's truck, the airport smoking lounge, cruise ships, etc. You all make any and every fucking thing fun. Entertaining and gut-busting hilarious. Love you to the infinitieth power. Okay, let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. <laughs> Take some shit. Put it up on the wall. Check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall. Put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck. Put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. All right. So this week, the eye of the shitstorm hovered right over the southern border of America and stretched all the way down to the southern border of Mexico. Why? Because the presidential election is next year. So Trump has officially begun his nonstop fear mongering about immigrants taking all our jobs and resources. Xenophobia is defined as an intense or irrational dislike or fear of people from other countries. Mm -hmm. Now, Trump is using a common tactic similar to what they did in England with Brexit. It's like. Over the years, it's 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 been a thing many politicians have done. You might remember something called the Holocaust. Huh. Was that in the 19th or 20th century? Mm hmm. Um, that was a real question that I had that Mam Mam answered for me. I was like, was that in the 1800s? I swear to God in my life, I mm-hmm. thought it was in the 1800s. Yeah. 1800s. Sorry, not sorry. Like, I just don't Whatever. pay attention to thousands and millions of people that die. It's fine. You know what? <laughs> I started this documentary. I'm going to can't wait to I'm going to finish it. And the guy says in it, um, he was whatever. He's like a white nationalist. And then he turned, but he's in hunger. I don't know. It's this whole thing. And he's talking to the, he's on a train to Auschwitz, <laughs> to Auschwitz with a Holocaust survivor, a woman who was in fucking in the camp. And he said to her, he was like, but I don't understand why we have to keep talking about it. And I don't understand why you keep bringing it up. <laughs> And she rolled her eyes and was like, what? I mean, it's so good. So good. What is the documentary about? It's called Keep Quiet. My parents told me to watch it. And basically it's about um, this guy in Hungary who started this little this movement, this sort of like um, like a, a white nationalist party to start in Hungary. 
And part of his problem was that he felt that the Jews, and it's just like World War II, the Jews were leeches on the society and were um, and weren't nationalistic to to the country. That they were their own annoying, you know, all the things. So he started this thing. And the party grew. It grew and grew and grew and grew to the point where they, and I haven't gotten to, I just started it. So that they, apparently the party like was almost like a viable party, like a, a, an actual governmental party. That's what's happening here. So in the midst of this documentary, apparently he finds out he's Jewish. No, that is fucking genius. And then has to go through all of it he has to figure out a way to start caring about jewish people well i think he just i think rather than caring about caring about jewish people though of course when when people you know many people who get into it go overboard but he um i think the thing was was that rather than just not caring about it but you don't need to hate them and fight against them. yeah or care yeah and it doesn't you know what i mean and when he said to this this old woman in the train he was like jews aren't they don't have pride in the country. They're not nationalistic. They don't, they don't conform to society. They're doing their, they, they create their own environments. They're fucking annoying and all the shit. And she's like, so what? Yeah. We let all live in the country. Co- people don't have to be fucking patriots, dick. No. And also they're, they're also living in the country. They're not going against you. They're yeah. just doing their own thing. And have, have lots of people do their own thing. Yeah. Like, sorry, they're not doing what you want them to do. So it's just fascinating. And I just, you know, like to, I love a story of somebody who's extreme and then, has to yeah it gets moted you know what i mean yeah anyway, gets completely moted it's called keep quiet because he had to keep quiet about because if this, the, these guys found out he was jewish it's like he was he was a fucking kkk member and then found out he's jewish and then tries to still stay in the group and be part of the kkk until of course he's has a he yeah has a transformation but still amazing that is crazy and it's real right it's, it's not real fake. it's a documentary yeah but all documentaries can be <laughs> that's true but there's it looks pretty real Okay, well, Trump is using xenophobia, basically, uh, the xenophobia of depressed populations in the red states. He's using it against them, and he makes them feel like all their problems right. are caused by immigrants. Right, so that's, you're losing your jobs because immigrants are coming in. You right. don't have jobs. The manufacturing plants are closing, blah, blah, blah. You Coal mines, they're closing. You don't have a job. You don't have insurance because Im- immigrants. Right. They take your jobs. And they take all government funding. Right, and they're, they're, they're leeches to society. Right. They don't do anything and right. they're rapists and whatever. Yeah. Well, he basically caused this week's shitstorm by threatening to raise tariffs on Mexico if they don't help control the stream of immigrants crossing into America. The threat of Mexican tariffs caused the U.S. stock market to tank and that got all the rich people, i.e. Republicans, very stressed out. So Trump went ahead and had some fake negotiations and pretended to solve the problem that he himself created in the first place. Putin. Exactly. And it's, and the funny it's funny because I just kept thinking like trumped up drama. Mm. It's just trumped up drama. He trumped it up then acted like he solved it. So basically on Saturday after the fake negotiations, OK, mm-hmm. because he had he had said that he was going to raise tariffs back on May 31st. Right. And the deadline was June 10th. So on Saturday they had all the fake negotiations. Then he he literally tweets. I am pleased to inform you that the United States of America has reached a signed agreement with Mexico. The tariffs scheduled to be implemented by the U.S. No, by you, by you (laughs) on Monday against Mexico are hereby indefinitely suspended. Fucking um, Bill Maher was like hereby like he thinks he's a king. They're hereby. Hitherto we will no longer 
Right. And it was it was like loving that Bill Maher. Mexico, in turn, has agreed to take strong measures to stem the tide of migration through Mexico and to our southern border. This is being done to greatly reduce or eliminate illegal immigration coming from Mexico and into the United States. Details of the agreement will be released shortly by the State Department. Thank you! Exclamation point. God. Now, according to the New York Times, the border concessions that Mexico made in order to uh, avoid the tariffs were actually not because of Trump's lame threat. Apparently, Mexico already agreed to up their border security and pledged to help the U.S. back in March <laughs> at secret talks in Miami with Trump's former Secretary of Homeland Security, Christian Nielsen. Christian. I never know. Is it Kirsten? Kirsten? Christian. 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 She's gone. Christian. We don't give a fuck. There's a J in her name. It's like, get on back. Talk Kirsten about xenophobia. Nielsen. Get on back to Sweden, bitch. Right. Kirsten Nielsen was the <laughs> homeland of security, and she had to go. I love Sweden. We love Sweden. I know. Okay, so the centerpiece of this deal, the agreement that they fucking came to, uh-huh. is basically an expansion of this program that makes people seeking asylum stay in Mexico while their legal cases are moving forward. So like Greg uh, Garino, mm-hmm. Garino, because mm-hmm. we always say Guarino because mm-hmm. it's Stephen, but mm-hmm. it's Garino. Mm-hmm. So Greggy Arbu, he's um, an immigration lawyer in Houston. Yeah. So, you know, as he's told us a million times, took us to immigration skew. Um, he did gay guys and their feelings. Um, these these cases take forever. They can take years. Yeah. And that's why these people lose track of their fucking kids because yep. their kids are separated. So now they're just going to go stay on in Mexico. Right. Oh, that sounds like full rape train. And now ra- those- <laughs> train right to rapeville. I mean. And now those people are all ho- literally and physically hovering around the border because they have nowhere to go. Right. So now there they're is. They're sleeping on the cement. Right. And they're just like creating like a tent city right there. Right. And I mean, honestly, like. That's the the this there is an actual immigration problem just since you brought that up um, that they're hovering right there um, that does need to be fixed. Yeah, well, it's an interesting thing because the trumped up problem of that we are in a, an, um, a human a humanitarian crisis. Yeah. Whatever Trump said that he he made one, and that's what it is. Yeah, it isn't the immigration or that people are coming in caravans. It's that you've created a situation where people have. It's like an. It's like a. I, th- I always think about it in my mind like an escalator that backs up, that you're on an escalator. And if people don't move at the bottom off the escalator, then you get a crowd. Now the escalator is still going and people are now falling and they're falling down. They're falling over each other. There's nowhere right. to go. Now you're keep your pet and it's just a mess. And now right. you are in a disastrous state. Right. And that is what what's happened. Yep. Well, they definitely took a bad situation and made it worse. Um the whole thing is, though, that like I hope whatever presidential the Democratic candidate, I hope whoever gets it, Joe Biden on down. I hope they take Beto O'Rourke as a running mate because um, he has I know he has a plan with immigration. And even if he doesn't, he has a sensitivity to that. And we've got to figure out a way to get the bottom of the escalator moving, because regardless, if there's an escalator that's crowded you don't keep getting on it and they are continuing to come here because they're yeah. fearing for their lives they're trying to save their, their children 
we need to make room at the bottom of the escalator and we're we're even if we let them in we're not making room at the bottom of the escalator and these people are ending up homeless i mean that is just a straight up fact the homeless population in la was already the largest in the country which we did learn on the kardashians Mm -hmm. so don't even hate and we are gonna literally literally try and get kim kardashian on here yeah like we're just gonna we're just gonna straight up email her and be like kim yep hi kim 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 close your legs to married men kim. <laughs> kim kim we need to talk about the homeless problem i mean kim. We, we learned a lot from that show and yeah, now that population the largest in the country has doubled and it is filled with with people that don't speak english pe- people who want to work they don't have anywhere to go they're right. they're living in tent cities I mean, uh, it's just there's there's an enormous tent city in downtown L.A. And it's and it's filled with immigrants like. Right. And it's like and they're there with like people, veterans that are addicted to drugs. And it's just like, right. I'm glad we're worried about um, tax cuts. Well, and when we should exactly Amazon. Fuck you. Fuck you, Amazon. Go make a fucking plant that and don't use robots in fucking South Dakota and take every fucking immigrant mm-hmm. and let them live around the bl- a- a- empty land in South Dakota and fucking have a job. Yeah. And the other problem is that it's like, you, you know, Trump and this administration and Stephen Miller and Mitch McConnell and these selfish, greedy fucking talk about handmaid's tale. These fucking assholes. They are who like. If you don't want an immigration problem and if we're going to be a member of the global society and that's fine, people are like, we don't want open borders. Okay, fine. You don't want open borders, but we're still members of humanity and we are. And America is the the beacon of light or whatever to the world. So why don't you try and help make it so that these people don't need to leave? Make it so that people can live in their own countries and help out. Don't just try and pluck out a dictator or put in a dictator and make it worse. Like you want oil, like you, you know, you know that America and Russian hands are in Venezuela yep. and Guatemala and these places where people are being run by dictators. They're being run by gangs because they're, those gangs are making money and are propped up by this country. Yeah. So maybe if this country found a way to get some money flowing that didn't kill everyone, Maybe people would stay where they were. We have to find a fucking way to create opportunity. There's not enough jobs. There's not enough places to live because there's no jobs. So every motherfucker, including me, has to Airbnb their fucking (laughs) house so that they can create money because there's no jobs. Right. We do multiple Patreons. Yeah. And (laughs) we have to make multiple. (laughs) The jobs that exist do not fucking pay enough. No. And then you have to quit them and you don't. You can't. You cannot do them. And it's just like. You do have to quit them. And fucking Jeff Bezos is using all robots to run his stupid fucking warehouses that he puts in like New York City yeah. and whatever. And it's just something's got to give. And there's we have to get like a leader in there that has like big ideas mm-hmm. and takes the fucking money and let's let's get some infrastructure and some fucking city ship going on in the middle of the motherfucking country. Like, let's get it yeah. going on. Let's create places to live affordable. Literally, like I'm talking about rent. That's three hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Like we're going back to the fucking 50s. Yep. Build a huge complex in the middle of all those places. I don't care if it gets cold. Fucking deal with it. North yep. Dakota. Good. And if you built a place to live for people in the middle of the country, mm-hmm. I guarantee you whatever lame ass diner that's sitting there that gets two people a day, all of a sudden they're like, whoa, yeah. we're making money. Yeah. Then you got to make another thing. Now yeah. you got to have a shoe store. You got to right. have this. It's like, right. They're not going to be concerned with getting up on Amazon. That's right. That the other thing too. It's like, God, if we could only destroy Amazon, how dare 
How dare they just have to get people in there with big ideas. And I know that we've every there's I probably have said alone myself 17 offensive things already. And you probably have to. <laughs> but like we're at the end of the day, like it's sad and it's fucked up. It and it's sad like and fucked up. And that's why people like Star Trek. Yeah, exactly. Okay? And drugs because and alcohol. Star Trek and drugs, because as we know, we don't want to do think do? about it. We don't want to think about <laughs> it. Also, they love their whole thing is oh, they love the whether you have the million up head, 14 is or you have the banana clip well it's <laughs> or you have fucking whatever well yes you have all of that stuff your forehead juts out yeah. your butts on your face whatever it is you, you talk with your front or back that you do time travel and they're horrified in the future because they're like oh, you're still using money <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, poor you we got rid of that centuries ago because it's absolutely draconian and you're like oh and then you're we're sitting here going yeah it is like look at what's going on yeah and i guess that is why people love star trek i wasn't really sure what they loved about it but um, i mean you know but i thought we loved it because we need to watch it or we'll get stressed out about where all the diapers go and how sad it is that our (laughs) veterans well there's that too people running from dangerous gangs are living in tents and being accosted and raped by um crackheads yeah well there is that yes um it's sad and it's awful and um i don't know but so the whole thing was fucking fake and that motherfucker needed to come and pat himself on the back um so chuck schumer okay he's he's (laughs) yeah trump calls him lying chuck Julie probably calls him crying, crying Chuck. Chuck. No, I think it's just Tr- mean. Trump might have called it's him. It's just mean. Julie's like, stop crying. Ugh, I can't. I mean, of all the things, you cannot. You can't be crying. You and, he, be crying. and you know what he cried over? He cried over the Muslim ban, which is, you know, so this is like su- somewhat similar. Yeah, because it was mean. Yeah. So he tweeted. Okay, he's the Senate minority leader. Mm-hmm. Um, that means... He's the top Democrat in the Senate. Senate is a branch right. of Congress. Yes. There's Senate <laughs> and the House of Representatives. Uh-huh. So he's a senator from New York and he's the Senate minority leader. He's the top Democrat. So um, the Senate majority leader, Ch- uh, Mitch McConnell, right. who is the devil. Now, <laughs> poor Chuck Schumer has to work with him all the time. No wonder he's crying. Um, so he got real cunt on Twitter. He dried his motherfucking tears up and said, <laughs> um, this is a historic night. Donald Trump has announced that he has cut a deal to greatly reduce or eliminate illegal immigration coming from Mexico and into the United States. <sighs> now that that problem is solved, I'm sure we won't be hearing any more about it in the future. <laughs> Full cunt, honey. I was like, wow. I was like, slow clap for wow. you. Excuse you, Mr. Schumer. That was very, um, yeah, that was very, very faggoty. He went and called up his gayest aide. Yes, he did. His gayest aide. Yeah. He was like, get Terry. And Terry, get Terry. He's like, what do you need, Chuck? What? Yeah. What can I do for He's you? He's like, I've got to think of a tweet mm-hmm. that's really going to put this motherfucker in his place. Well, we don't want to be too overt, but we don't want to seem like we're rolling over. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I know that what I do in the club is I make sure that, you know, if anyone comes for me and I'm talking about anyone, <laughs> I will cut them and I don't need a knife. It's called words, Chuck. So what are we going to do? OK, let me think here. OK. Oh, this is good. I think that we should use some sort of sarcasm. And um, reverse his words, use his words, make sure he knows that we're done. And yes, and. And yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) Yes, and. And you know what the yes, and will be? Yes, and, cunt. (laughs) So 
Um, that was amazing. That was the only good part of this because it was all draining. It was all a distraction. It was all fake. There's they wanted this treaty, okay, um, where Mex- it would make Mexico a safe third country, mm-hmm. which I guess that means Canada, America, Mexico. Right. I guess so. Um, so and we would sign a treaty where they would agree, I guess, to be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, they wouldn't agree to. Of course so they wouldn't. Because <laughs> they're not safe. No. And they don't want to be safe. And they don't want immigrants. And they don't want to fucking deal with Trump. With Trump. No. So they're like, so the immigrants, they go, they come up through this from Central America. Right. Through the southern border of Mexico, which is North America. Mm-hmm. And then they, I don't even know, fucking camp all the way through Mexico. Walk the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like. Probably. The level these people have to go through. It's like, you might as well let them on in if they did all that. Like, God damn. I mean, that's some, that's some, that is some drive. That is a will to survive right there. That is a will to survive. And, you know, so they walk all the way through Mexico and do what they need to do. And then they get up here. And so what this safe third country would have been is if we would, America would be allowed to deny them asylum, deny anyone asylum who didn't first try to get it in Mexico. Oh, okay. Because what basically what Trump is saying is we want them all to stop in Mexico. Okay, guy to their president. Right. And he's like, well, we don't want them. No. And also, okay, let them stop here. We'll just rape them and rob them. (laughs) I I mean, I hate to, to, you know, overgeneralize about Mexico, but Mexico's dangerous. Julie and I have driven down there many, 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 many times. The Mexican We've government. We've also visited there, yes. but we get drugs there and we know how dicey it is. We go to Tijuana to get drugs. Yeah, and it's the thing is with countries that are dangerous like that, Grant, the, for, uh, we all know for the most part, people are people. Everyone's just trying to survive. That's, we're not talking about Mexicans and blah, 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 blah. Like, fine. Right. The Mexican government is corrupt. It's straight up corrupt. It's run That's by, who'll it's rob a, you. It's a criminal fucking endeavor. That's why anyone ever says, you know, Mexican prisons don't get stopped by the Mexican police. And if you do, you just pay them off. The Which shit, is what we did. That's correct. I handed all the money in my that's wallet, right. your wallet and Chris. I because, said, give me all your cash. Right. There's not enough. <laughs> there aren't enough jobs. There isn't enough education. There isn't enough there. Those people are fucking um, suffering. So that is why they come here. That is why. And, and I'm sure people would. It's like nobody wants to have to get into um, a raft and then with their kids, spend a week in a raft, then sleep in a ditch. And then nobody wants to do that. No. They want to stay where they are and they want to be able to live a right. life. That's and all people their, want. They're their families and they don't want the rest of their families to die. No. And they also don't want to sp- send every dollar to the rest of their families. That's right. Who are stuck there in danger. No. And by the way, if you want them to be a safe third country, give them some fucking money. Yes. Go take an area in Mexico and go, okay, look. Can we pay you? Yes. We have a we have an unending amount of money because guess what? All we do is make our deficit grow and we print money when we need yeah. it, especially him. So I'm going to take this area and we'll buy it from you. And just please don't come in here and, and harm these people. Yes. And we'll, you know, we'll rent it like a big old Airbnb. Right. And let these people go there. If you want Mexico to keep these people and not, you know, rape and pillage them, then give Mexico money. They want money just like everyone else. Yep. Pay for the shit you want. Yep. Make it a, not, not an, a sister country. Make it like, you, it's just like. Well, the second that he threatened those tariffs and even Nancy Pelosi. She's like, oh, girl, 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 girl. <laughs> They're attached to us. It's North America. Of like, course. you're really making us look whack here. Yep. You're really making us look whack. That's not how we do things. So, yep. sister, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> they're more like a second cousin now. They're yeah, not feeling yeah, it. Right. So, they didn't agree to do the safe third country. He didn't get anything he wanted. Everything he got <laughs> agreed to, harder um, security on the southern border, and then the fucking deal with keep them in Mexico for two years while they're fucking trials go through yep we already agreed to that he already agreed to it march and the the shit 
with the southern border was already agreed to back in December. Right. So this was already done. Nothing new happened here. He he inflated and created this whole drama and then congratulated himself on Twitter that he solved it. Right. Just like Putin. I know. I know. I know. Okay. I know. Well, let's stop talking about the manufactured Mexican shitstorm. So Julie (laughs) can take us to presidential nomination skew. Now it's time for Brandy to ride her tiny bicicleta to skew. This segment is called Time for Skew, and it's when a live person teaches us something. And today, our professor for the day is none other than Meow Meow herself, Mr. Julie Goldman. Thank you. Yay, yay. Thank you. The applause is deafening. (laughs) Okay, now this isn't the first time Uh, that you've taken the children to skew. mm -hmm. You took us to Thanksgiving skew, Christmas skew, Hanukkah skew, New Year's skew, Possibly Brexit skew. Uh huh. Possibly, we did something else. It was like three, three international, like European Union skew. Or wouldn't that be part of Brexit skew? Probably. Was um, it? Oh, maybe it was when we did French Emmanuel Macron, oh, whatever Emmanuel okay. Stuckers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Many skews, and just like real skew, we don't remember it. Nope. And just like a real teacher. I don't remember it either. Yeah, don't care. Nope. Don't care about our education. Nope. All of it. Nope. So with all due to all the wonderful <laughs> educators out there. Mm. Now, but today you are taking us to presidential nomination skew. Correct. Correct. So it was only very recently that I decided to get my teaching certificate in presidential nomination studies. Uh, the whole thing came about very quickly and it was all because of Iowa. Exactly. So we were on the phone watching the news together because people's couch is real and will <laughs> never stop. We were doing it before Bravo and we will be doing it after. Right, Meow Meow? That's right. Someone should let them know that we are still here and we will never be canceled. <laughs> That's right. So we were people's couching the news and saw that every fucking Democratic presidential candidate was out in Iowa this past weekend, right down to the space cadet herself, Marianne Williamson, who mm. says she's literally moving to Iowa for the duration of her campaign. And by the way, the theme of her campaign, I don't know if you know this, is love. Like Obama's was hope. Hers is love. Okay, so I'm sure everyone in Iowa is thrilled to have her there and their eyes are rolling completely to the back of their fucking head. What the world needs now, Brandy, <laughs> is love. And what we're missing from politics right now. And the interesting thing is that when you combine <laughs> politics with love, what you get are lovatics. Yeah. <laughs> and, when, and when you have lovatics, it really, you really have is, nothing. <laughs> you, you have something that doesn't exist. So thank you, Marianne. Thank you for bringing absolutely nothing to the table that matters here. You are welcome. <laughs> well, uh, so we were like, what? What is with Iowa? Yeah. Literally. I, we didn't. Neither of us knew. No. I didn't know. And my journey, my journey to professorship was born. 
So the first question I will answer for the class in presidential nomination skewer is why Iowa? Well, why do the all the presidential candidate nom people that are running yeah. whether it be republican or democrat but this time the sitting president is republican so all the all the people who are running are democrats basically right why do all of these people every fucking year go to iowa what does iowa have to do with anything so uh, we i was when i was looking for this i was like this answer better be fucking economics and <laughs> numbers and graphs and goddamn pie charts turns out it's tradition and nothing more than tradition so apparently what happened was or and we'll get into it but every election season <laughs> every election season there's primaries and caucuses and which are basically like the pre-voting and then groups and and each party has these caucuses which are just meetings in their in the states and they meet and they decide who they're the what nom nominees they like so what had happened was in 1976 or 74, I guess it would have started. Um, Jimmy Carter was running for president. Nobody knew who he was. And I think it was 76 because, well, I don't know when he moved there, but I know he was elected in 77. Oh, so he's OK. So it was then. So it was from the so it was from the Iowa caucus in, in 76 would have been the year. Before, so like now. OK. And then he 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 caucused for the party. Nobody knew who he was, but he did really well in Iowa. And everyone was like, who cares? Nobody cares but about he, you. Nobody cares about you. Yeah. But OK, you did well in Iowa. Good for you. Iowa's nothing. Iowa, literally, Iowa has um, it's something it's the 30th state in the in America as far as population and economy and all of that stuff. 30th. So it's got it's middle of the road. It's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of people. There's more people in um, I, the friendly but said, I think this there's more people in her apartment building than there are in Iowa. Like, and they're like all that. white and they're all they white. They all do, but it's they're rural, all white. They're white They're And it is, it's literally like 92% white. So, um, they can have some immigrants. They can have <laughs> yes. some flavor. Yeah. Come on in. And I mean, they don't, they don't have enough jobs there. I'm sure, no. but they can, they can, they can use some, well, they need to get in the seventies. And even before then it, it was like a man, it was an industrial town. So there were jobs, there was manufacturing, there was, and then of course that all exploded and now it's farms, but they're struggling and it's a, it's more of like a depressed anyone we know who's city. ever lived there, homeschools, their kids. It's like right. neighborhoods, full neighborhoods that homeschool together. Mm hmm. I mean, we we can't relate on so many levels. There's colleges and stuff there, but the basically like it's farms and schools and yeah. you know what I mean. It's so he moved there, though, was the thing. He moved there. Jimmy Carter moved there, and um, which is what gave stupid fuck Marianne Williamson the idea. God. But so he moved there purposely or what? Did you ever find that out? That I did not. So let's see. So, but either way, he was a complete unknown. He was a complete unknown. So he. He 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 caucuses in Iowa. He does well. Okay, so a caucus is what? A, okay, so a caucus is is a meeting. Technically speaking, um, it's a public meeting. So a caucus can be anything. It's not necessarily that it's political, but it's become political because they they use this term. But technically speaking, it's a public meeting. So he's just campaigning okay? out, like doing he's campaigning. speeches? He's campaigning. He's campaigning. What a dumb name. It's confusing. Like, so basically he's campaigning in Iowa. That's what he's doing. He's campaigning. Yes. I got to change the name of it because caucus, no one knows what that fucking means. Right. And 
caucus is an, a Native American term, which means a gathering of tribal leaders. So it's a public event. And for when it... In oh, terms so of, is it other... In terms of politics, it is the caucus for each state, if they have a caucus. Now, this is where it gets complicated or confusing. It's so convoluted. So Iowa has a caucus. Their caucuses, and that not just one, but they have something like 1,600 of them. So it's all over the state. But the, but then all the candidates go there. And what happened with Jimmy Carter was that he won the presidency. They decided uh, the, the, the sort of the zeitgeist of America was like, oh, if you go to Iowa and you do well, you become the president. Like they can re- for whatever reason, that 92 percent white mm-hmm. middle of the road as yep. far as whatever. There's something about the starting point of Iowa. Well, whoever does well there. It's is is you is a litmus test for who's going to do well. That's the what rest they of the think time. because of him. Right. However, other people have gone and not you know. It's eighties technology. Fourth. It's eighties right. technology. Okay, that's fucking forty years ago. It's um, it's and it's tradition and it's, you know what I mean. It's it's, and and so it's become the now Iowa decided because of that that they in the Democratic Party's bylaws or whatever, they made it so that they are always the first state to caucus or primary. They will be the first. Nobody can go before them. And people have tried, like Pennsylvania apparently wanted to like go before Iowa and Iowa's like, nope, we have to be first. So now they're always first. So that's the other thing so too. It's oh, the starting line. So you start it's there. the starting line. So now we're starting in Iowa. They're caucusing in Iowa. A caucus has it in Iowa particularly and there are some other states that do caucuses. It means that in all of these areas, people meet and, and it's open to the public. They meet and no, they but dis- leaders. You keep saying people. It's leaders, whether it's like mayors, city council members. Well, right? those will be the delegates. So but caucus, it said, was a Native American word for leaders. Well, of a that's, tribe. that is the that is the Native American term. But people, anyone can go to caucus. Anyone can go to it, but it's not a meeting with the people. It's but a- it is a meeting with the people because they go and they decide who do, who's what percentage of the people are going to get in that caucus? It can be anyone. You can go. We can. If we lived in Iowa, we can go to a caucus and we can decide that we're going to go. And how they do it there isn't just like voting. They literally go in a room and each candidate has a, like a little camp. So the, their little party is there. And it's like um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And they stand like in a fucking basketball court. And then what? Everyone's standing there? Everyone's around. So they do a clap meter? They do. Like, woo! They go. Oh, and that didn't get a lot of... Okay, let's try this one. Better. Mm, yeah, like they, that. they go and walk around like, hey, um, and you need to get literally like a percentage of the people that are in that room to stand in the corner of the person that you want to vote for, let's say. And then um, you have to have 15% Somebody's of that fucking room. holding like a fucking piece of printer paper <laughs> yeah. that says Kamala Harris and then you walk over and stand there. Yes, that's literally how it works. This so is such 80s technology, I cannot it's, even. It's big time, bigly, bigly 80s technology. And then they stand around, and then if the candidate gets 15% of the people, they, you, you would say they go, they are, they're allowed to go on. I mean, it doesn't really matter because they can still go on, but generally if you don't get 15%, you've now, um, you're out. Because in the 70s, the only way that you ever could get recognized as a candidate would have been through the news and there was no internet obviously cell mm-hmm. phones blah 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 everybody was dependent on the news so the news was basing it on that 15 percent. but even still because i got annoyed the other day in the car where i was like you know not for nothing and i hope that 
people listen to this podcast live in Iowa and we'd love to hear from you if you do or if you have um, nothing against Iowa. I don't believe Iowa represents America. I live in California. I don't believe California represents America. I don't think it's an accurate representation. I think we have we have a ton, ton, ton of immigrants. We have a ton, ton, ton of undocumented people. We have a ton, ton, ton of homeless people. So this isn't right right either but Iowa's 100% wrong I'm talking about go into Atlanta go into like possibly even maybe not Florida because they have a lot of sort of like they have like a Cuban Mm -hmm. situation that so I'm saying like Atlanta I thought was good Tennessee I thought was good um Arizona Nevada I think there's certain states with a enough of a city and enough of an industry right. that would represent not fucking farmland. I'm sorry. Like you're 92% white. I'm offended that you called. Yeah. And it is true that even though there is the internet, we all have information at our fingertips. If they don't get 15% in Iowa, no one will know who they are. And it, it's important that these names of who should win reach everyone. It, even if they don't, if this shit has to get into the zeitgeist. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it won't unless Iowa decides it will. And that right. bothers me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, there's definitely, like, I watched a million videos on it, and, like, there's people, it's just like, and here's this family, and they're on a farm, and then the lady walks out of the cow patty, and she's like, well, we might give you the time of day, or we might not, and it's like, who asked you? Exactly. I might give you the time of day, or yeah. I might not. You're not fucking, no, you're not a power like, wielder. What is Andrew Yang going to walk in there, and they're going to be like, what's that Oriental doing here? <laughs> They don't even have that kind of accent. You know what I mean, though. They're 90%, 92% white, and I bet you they don't have a lot of Asians. And there is a lot sure You know what I mean? No, I'm sure they don't. It is not a representation of the country. It's just like, and I watched this professor talk about the fact that, like, you couldn't do it in California. You couldn't do it in New York. You couldn't do it in a big city. I don't think There's you could. too many people. I don't think There's you could too, either, but yeah. I think you could do it in, I, I picked Georgia. Yeah, no, that's good. Georgia's good. Georgia's perfect. Yeah. Great. And, but they'll never do it because of the way that, you know, politics is so traditional and so stuck it's up its so, own yeah, ass it's and so, it's so white. It's so stymied, so, man. Yeah. It's stymied. And like, honestly, like that's what's fucking up the culture because because we're passing it by and it's not keeping up and it's right. just tragic. It's just it is. It's tragic. So, OK, so that's why every poll comes out of Iowa. It's yes. then MSNBC and Fox and all these motherfuckers pick it up. Yep. And it's all Joe Biden. Joe Biden hasn't stepped a motherfucking foot in Iowa. No. Not a foot. He probably thinks he doesn't have to. And he doesn't. Yeah. And he's right at the top. But you better be careful because we saw Hillary get burned. burned that's right. Burned. So that's the other thing, too. And they talk about, too. It's like you, you think that it is a litmus test, but you don't really know because anything could happen. It's just a starting point. It's just you started the race. The gun just went off and then people went went a running. Yeah. So after they caucus in Iowa, um, where do they next go? So after the caucus in Iowa then becomes ca- more caucuses and primaries. Do you know where so, the second place is usually? No, no mm. I don't. I feel like it might be Pennsylvania or Missouri or now it's a free for all, I believe. Now I think it becomes a thing of you have some states do caucuses and some do primaries. That's where we can all go out and vote in that regular way that we do. Like we go to the thing and we do like the put in the ballot and blah, 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 while other people go to caucus. The thing with caucuses is that they go, um, a lot of times people go there to to meet and greet people that are working in the party because they want to be delegates because there's also the whole thing with delegates and then you want to be... Okay, so what is a delegate? So a delegate... A delegate, a, a delegate is one of the people who goes to the national convention to nominate the candidate. So basically, a delegate is kind of like the electoral college for the party for primaries. 
right. or for just for that for party. the nomination and for the party. Right. right. So because when I, we all vote for in, wherever you vote for president and really you're voting and, and you're, you're voting for your electoral college to represent you. Apparently. Yeah. And it goes the same with these delegates. Yes. So we could vote all votes. So in California, let's say we have voted for Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren was the got the most votes in California in the primary. The delegates in a in a they could they could be elected they can be chosen by the party they could go and they could go to the caucuses and they could be like i want to be a delegate and then they have to be chosen the candidate themselves could have chosen them they could be mayors they could be um, governors they can be ex-presidents they can be people generally who are leaders in the community a lot of people who are active in the party become delegates those delegates go to the national convention at the national convention you'll know that's that whole theatrical thing where they're like we're from california and we give our vote to Elizabeth Warren. And everybody goes, woo! Didn't they say that's where they did lock her up? Lock her up was at the Republican, Republican National Convention. Right. So they did it, lock her up yeah. there. There was the whole big thing with Bernie. Right. Which a lot of people, I mean, and myself included, I never paid the motherfucking attention now, to that until right. the year of Bernie and like Sarah Silverman and that right. whole thing. And the thing with Bernie is that with Bernie and Hillary were so close those delegates were they decided it. fucked up and they were they because then they're super delegate. So de- so you have pledge delegates who pledge. They have to say they say, I'm going to go to the National Convention and I promise and pledge and assign my name on a dotted line. I am voting for you, Elizabeth Warren. Then she goes, great. But then there's super delegates. The super delegates, let's say, let's say the, the public pro- or in the primary, the vote goes so, so, so close or just like a percent over and it's Kamala Harris and she's the winner. A super delegate can go, well, I don't have to pledge. So I'm voting my vote for Kamala. So here's the deal. Bernie and Hillary were very close. And um, super delegates decided on Hillary. Now, an example of a super delegate is Bill Clinton. That's correct. So that was really dicey and fucking fucked up for Bernie. Um, but really, you both would have lost. So I don't know why anybody's <laughs> yeah. hanging on to Bernie and yeah. wa- and cry, cry, cry that it was him and not Hillary because or Hillary and not him because he would have lost too. Yep. He would have lost too. Period. Yep. No, you know and Russia mean? was having Trump no matter what. So yeah, it's it like didn't matter. There's nothing you were gonna get. So, no. but it wasn't fair, and the super delegates decided it. And the super delegates are always gonna be people way deep in the game, way deep in the game, and anyone deep in the game. Is up Bill Clinton's motherfucking nuts. If you're a Democrat, you're up Bill Clinton's nuts. You're definitely like Hillary better than Bernie because here's the bottom line. And I mean, I'm hearing the Patreon uh, subscriptions <laughs> deleting right as I say this. Bernie Sanders is not well liked in the Senate. He just he just isn't right. And in Congress, he just isn't. Hillary Clinton was Hillary Clinton. If people like Bill Clinton. People like Hillary Clinton. You know, yep. they don't they don't like Bernie Sanders. So when you come in with super delegates, now you got the cheerleading team. You ain't popular. You ain't getting it, homie, nope. because and that's who decided it. And it was fucked up and it wasn't right. And I can't fucking stand Bill Clinton. So I'm listen. I think that's fucking annoying. But now this year they're saying no super delegates. Right. Which is good. Which and that and that is also why. People are fighting to get rid of the Electoral College because ultimately the Electoral College is just a more powerful superdelegate slash delegate. Because if ultimately what we, the voting public, are voting for are the delegates to go to the nomination to the convention, then nominate the candidate that we've just thought we voted for for president. Now that person's running. Now we have the actual presidential um, election. Now we vote. Now Hillary Clinton, again, she got three million more votes. In the in the popular vote, right. three million more. However, Trump won. Why? Because the electoral college, who is also made up 
of basically delegates. Politicians. And or or and and just people who are Almost just, like professional witnesses. Yeah, they're, they're all just, they're just they're delegates. Just, they're just all in the game. They're, they're in the game. They're in the delegates. game. There's a lot of people in politics that we never even see. Right. And these, the people from the, elect, we are voting for representatives for the, from the Electoral College from our states to go vote in, in, in representation of us. Right. Now, they, they could decide, they decide to. then they won't. They won't. They are under no, ob- they, and I would love to know how the Electoral College went down, like where the electoral college votes differed from yeah, the state because we never looked that up. Right. Three million, I mean, in my opinion, is very, very, very close. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. And yeah. and we we got to we definitely need to do away with the electoral college. And the fact that it's like, well, then the big cities will decide it. And it was like, so be it, motherfucker. So yeah. be it, motherfucker. Right. But if at the end of the day, though, I, yeah, exactly. It's the big they cities say- that need government help. It is like and also it's but like, if that's where more people, but the thing I, and also if that's where more people, it shouldn't matter where it doesn't matter. I mean, in my opinion, it doesn't matter because if every vote counts, then why does it matter where you live? Yeah. So it, who cares if it and comes if the, from the big, if that's where more people live and then that's, that's and where that's they're where voting they're, and where the issues fell, like of everybody's issues are aligned. Right. Then, you know, it's like, and it's still not, it's, it's just like. You know, people want to be like, oh, well, the coal miners and we didn't get our vote and they don't care about us. But it's like you went out and voted like everyone else. And, and ultimately, if you took away the borders of the country and people just happen to vote wherever they are, then what's the difference? It exactly. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. And that's the whole game of the minority holding power over the mm-hmm. majority. And that's why the country is literally falling apart yeah. at the seams, because the minority, every. Every single vote and piece of legislation that goes down is going toward the minority, whether it be the very ultra rich or the very uh, like in the middle of the country. Now we're suddenly voting for fucking coal. It's like those interests don't align with anyone else in this fucking. Well, and no, they don't. And let's be honest, the founding founders who created the Electoral College because they thought it would make it more fair because they didn't want the, the power to go to, let's say. You know, the the idea is that it wouldn't go to all the rich people, let's say, or it wouldn't go to. Yeah. But really they, that failed. But I think um, what they didn't want was it for it to go to, to into the hands of like slaves. I don't think they wanted it to go into the hands of yeah, immigrants. People of- that, yeah. That ultimately that what they actually did want to do was to keep the power. You know, they didn't want to be controlled by a king or by a monarchy. But at the same time, they were trying to control. They didn't want the servants to take over the house. I, I don't think so. And then granted, black people couldn't vote then and neither could women. But I don't I think that they had the forethought to think like anything could happen. Listen, so, nothing's changed. They're white men trying to hold on to their power. And that's okay? what they were doing. And that is what they were doing. That is what they were doing. That's what the electoral and calls for. That's what power, power, absolute power absolutely corrupts. And that's the bottom line. And so... You know, and I'm let's just hope we get someone in there now that that hasn't happened to. That's why it's cool that there's Pete Buttigieg and Elizabeth Warren and some of these like and Kamala Harris and all these people are new. They're new to the game. They're they're not age old, corrupted motherfuckers. Right. right. That's the thing with the superdelegates. Now, I want to know. Also, one time I said Arkansas when I was reading out loud in high school and it fucking haunts me. <laughs> it fucking haunts me. And that's why I hate. Yeah, Bill but how that's why I hate. Bill know? How would you know? You wouldn't know. I mean, well, I mean, you do know. And I was in high school and it was like well, horrified. Ugh. I feel like I was reading, like having to read from like the Great Gatsby. Or I think a lot of people have done that. I read out loud in, in senior year in high school and said Arkansas. <laughs> no, it was my junior year. How did Trump 
get any delegate votes because the delegates have to represent this. this I mean, this. they they represent part. Now, the Republican Party. The weird thing is that the Republican Party and the Democratic Party do their um, their voting and their caucusing and their primaries and stuff kind of differently. And the way that they and who knows who how they bought them. Who you know what I mean? Like they they clearly were voting party line and. Um, but the delegates aren't aren't for vo- voting party line because you're there choosing between all Republicans. They have such garbage. They should be fucking horrified that John McCain died because he was the only. They have nothing but trash. Like think yeah. about like Ted Cruz. Think about all the people that were yeah. running with Trump. Yes. I mean, honestly, like no wonder Trump got it. I think they paid them off. I think it Russia. I, I mean, I, there's no yeah. other way than they got bought and paid for in my I, I yeah. think because how who in in every um at that republican national convention like all those delegates the leaders of the community mayors and governors and all of these people voted for trump yeah over like really yeah all those people even over marco rubio yeah i mean what happened to you yeah something got to you yeah absolutely something got to them i think because it's clear to me after looking at all this they're just people who can be bought like everybody else yeah they are, and especially the delegates, and in they're not conve- even in office. No, and in those conventions, those conventions are pure theater, and those conventions are, you are, I'm, you know they all went in there and were like, this is what we're going to do, this is how we're going to do it, and the, we'll make sure you do this, and I'm sure Bannon came in, and fucking Putin came in, and we're like, here's $50,000 for everyone, so is everyone ready with their script? Yep, we're ready. I mean, that's... That's and the Republican National Convention had decided that he was going to be. It's crazy. And they decided Hillary Clinton was going to be. So it's like, you know, and the superdelegates probably got paid, too. I'm sure they do. I'm because they were like, don't let don't like don't let Bernie in. There's no way that the delegates and the Electoral College are not immune to being fucking black blackmailed and paid for a lot i think a lot of those other republican guys got blackmailed or like you know threatened because what's his name old sister wife he immediately left oh paul ryan yeah Uh he's like i'm gonna go and it's like you're you are already in power yes (laughs) so what's the problem here because we can see clearly based on mitch mcconnell and lindsey graham no one leaves exactly and they're here from that position too that guy was in his 30s yeah and oh no something happened yeah and it, he was like i'm gonna go spend time with my wife and kids and i'm like oh they caught you with your mistress yeah. neat well i hope you guys understand what um how presidential nominations work i know i'm gonna watch the you gotta watch the convention i've now. never Just watched remember, it before you watch the convention like you're watching theater so you now know that everyone there when they do the we vote for it those are the delegates that the nominee has definitely been pre-selected we are all doing this to psych ourselves up, to get excited. They're giving the speeches. And the old party. Cr- crispy onions, let oh, the crispy emails onions. out. Yep. She's going to be there. That's right. She should be fired. So anyone who is, it's also like like show, but like anyone who has gotten to, even Bernie, the fact that he got that far is a testament to like, it is a testament to fighting the power. Yeah. Because even for him to get that far through that fucking muck of bureaucracy yep. and ownership and predestined and predetermined and bought i mean and that's what elizabeth warren is doing now yes she is yeah all right now it's time uh for so there's that
Okay, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find one good thing happening because of or in spite of the current administration. She hates doing it, and it's harder than ever when all we want to do is be self-centered and endlessly analyze our lives and futures and past and look around our faces for new wrinkles and moles. (laughs) But we are here for this podcast and for you guys, and that means that Julie has to do this shit. So, Meow Meow, what is your So There's That moment for this week? I mean... I want to cut the segment. <laughs> it's impossible. I mean, I heard you mumbling like all day, like this other that is just, I mean, it's just whatever. It's just whatever. It's just whatever. I just couldn't even, I didn't even have the, I didn't even have the, I just, tr- I'm just th- this particular, I'm just going to try and talk. You know what I mean? Do it. I want you to try and talk for me, Andrew Yang. So there's that. All right. <laughs> I wish I could just say that. <laughs> um, you and I have been talking a lot about selflessness and I know that I, you know, and during this time of Trump and this administration, and I know for my particular life, it's something that I'm have been thinking a lot about and what how, who I am in this world and what I have to offer as far as my own fucking ego and selfishness and self-centeredness and all that stuff. In the last couple of days, I've been watching these TV shows and just like obsessed with these shows by Ricky Gervais and they are fucking hilarious and touching and crying my eyes out and it's all about being kind and selfless and helping people and it's just like it sounds stupid and whatever but I'm like it's really talk about Marianne Williams thing out I mean I am like (laughs) a fucking it's so dumb but I don't know going through something so I'm looking around there's nothing Trump is a piece of shit this administration sucks they don't do anything to help anyone. I think Republicans are like a bunch of selfish, fucking greedy assholes. And I don't and I'm sorry. I don't you know, if you're a Republican and that offends you, I, get into it. Like I've had to look at my life and I found this um, headline and it said Milwaukee bus driver honored for helping homeless man get food and shelter. And I was probably like, a lie like that one. Yahoo. <laughs> I know. Those fucking I know those skanks who like I know did that scam. Well, I went on to read on there's video of it and I thought, you know what? She really did it. She really did it. This woman is a bus driver, like of a like of a metro bus. And she's on the bus, driving her bus, blah, blah, blah. This guy comes on the bus, and he starts talking to her. He tells her he's recently homeless. Where's Milwaukee? Um, Wisconsin. Okay. Oh, that's where we're going. That's right. <laughs> Are we going to Milwaukee? We're going to Madison. Oh, okay. So, um she they start talking i guess and he's you know super depressed and whatever and he basically he wait said, he got on the bus he got on the bus and he had he, 50 cents uh, apparently or he, oh. he somehow she, he got on the bus okay he says to her he's been homeless for a week because the place he was living was condemned so he oh, oh no so he he didn't have money he asked her if he could just ride the bus for the night because he's cold and he has nowhere to go and so she let him right there i was like <laughs> oh my god so she just said, I mean, and also this like later, I mean, she's also, she's a woman driving. It's a fucking man. It's just she like, she could probably tell could he wasn't like that filthy yet. And he wasn't high. Right. And he was literally legit, just straight up homeless. So, right. So, um, she let him do it. She let him basically sleep on the bus and she, he stayed on the bus. She offered to get him something to eat while he was on the bus. And you, this whole thing is on video. Um, she and I guess she says I want to help you. Why is the whole thing on video? Because I guess the bus has like a oh, camera. so it's on a surveillance right. camera. <clears throat> so she gets him food and whatever, and he's super fucking touched. And she basically is just like, "How can I help you?" And she ends up um, 
helping this guy out to the point where she finds him a place to live and she helps him sort of get back on his feet to a certain point. And now they're they're dating. <laughs> I know. I wish I wish. <laughs> They're friends and she helps We're going to write a script about it. It's going to star J-Lo <laughs> as the bus driver. Yes. <laughs> it's called Hot Homeless. <laughs> and um, the guy, it sort of changed his whole trajectory of his life. And he, he's, you know, and he basically was like, he was so touched. Nobody had helped him. He was alone. He felt alone. He felt hopeless. He felt like he had nothing to offer. He felt that he was worthless. And he gets on this bus this woman helps him. She gets him something to eat and she helps him find a place to live. And he finally has hope again. And he is there. The two of them are like friends now. It moved her to where she's more open. And she's like now she brings sandwiches with her on the bus and she's like gives people food. Yeah. And I just thought one little thing like that can change. You don't know how many people it can change, even if it just changes you, even if it just changed, helps one person who was lost hope and maybe he was going to kill himself or maybe he who knows. And he just needed a little help. He just needed a little help, a little someone to believe in him. And then he could who knows what's going to happen. And maybe he'll be homeless again or maybe he'll go on drugs. Or maybe they fucked in the back. I mean, yeah, I don't I know. You know did. what I mean? And yeah, and maybe they did. And maybe they both felt great about it. But either way, I just thought, you know what? That just gave me like, it was touching. It was, it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing within this, this shit storm fucking bullshit that we're in just to think. And I thought to myself, you know, just to even to help your, to, to help someone else is to help yourself. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Yay. Blah, blah, blah. Words, words, <laughs> words. Uh, if you haven't signed up for our Patreon podcast yet, go um, over there, please, and check out the free episodes and see if you like it. www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics. Um, the best part about the Patreon podcast is that we don't talk about the Patreon podcast. Uh, well, we did last week, but that's because we were like floating that, that's I- right. floating the new idea. Yeah. Well, basically, right now, we're about to change our pricing to include two podcasts a week for the low, low price of $1. That's not all. (laughs) That's two separate hour-long podcasts for just a dollar. No ads, no bullshit, no politics. If enough people sign up, we're going to change it this week and change it permanently. If no one signs up, then we don't know what we're going to do. But I know that I'll be on the bus with a homeless guy, (laughs) and hopefully that lady will give me a sandwich. Yeah. Um, but we're hoping this tempts some of you guys. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how many people were holding out because of money or because of whatever. Um, and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And Iowa. Oh. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual 
I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> So Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 